Hey, it's Sigrid. I was under the weather last week and I had to record this episode with a voice that was yeah, suboptimal. Let's call it that. So sorry about that. One more thing. As an independent, listener-funded creator, it can be quite hard to reach new people because I don't have a large marketing budget and stuff. Now, for this podcast to survive and thrive, I do need to grow. And you can really help me out here. If you tell a friend or post something on your social media accounts, that really helps. That's how I can reach new people, new listeners. So I would really appreciate it if you shared this podcast with a friend of course, one you think would like the podcast, otherwise it's kind of, yeah. Okay, thank you so much, and let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Concealed, Part 37, Stunned. Previous episode. You see... I fell in love with someone many of you would consider an enemy. And Rick Woodward thought that was a reason to unlawfully remove me from power and install a government of violent radicals. Police! Police! June 14th, 2061. San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 10.50, local time. <laughs> Louise's legs felt heavier than they should. The fabric of her pants rubbed against her skin. Her nose was filled with an overwhelming chemical odor. A persistent rumble made her skull feel like it was vibrating. She tried to lift her head. A low voice echoed. The sound seemed to float around her. Louise struggled to understand where it was coming from. Where was she? Who was talking to her? Another voice. This one was more soothing and familiar. Louise attempted to open her eyes, but her eyelids weren't budging. Yeah, she's coming back slowly. A man said. Louise groaned in frustration. Hey, I'm right here. A familiar voice whispered into her ear. Something warm slipped around Louise's lower arm. A new scent worked its way up her nostrils. Peppermint. Louise forced her eyes wide open. She quickly took in her surroundings, breathing rapidly. She was lying on a bed. There were tubes and monitors all around her. She could see her socks sticking out from under a blanket. A blonde man waved at her. Louise focused on his finger, moving left and right. Great. He muttered, hovering over her with some sort of device. 
The bright, blinking lights hurt Louise's eyes. She murmured in protest. Soft fingertips brushed over the sensitive skin of her lower arm. Louise turned her head away from the man. Hey, you, Elle whispered, slowly coming into focus. She was sitting next to the bed, cramped between Louise and a wall. Her blazer looked crumpled, her hair totally out of place. Her eyes were red and glistening. Louise grinned. She had never seen a more beautiful sight. Elle smiled, her eyes filling to the brim with tears. She covered Louise's hand with hers, then frowned. She's cold, Elle told the man. Louise followed her gaze. The guy was holding a small scanner above Louise's chest. She'll be fine, ma'am, I promise you. He was a paramedic, Louise finally understood. Fuck, I'm in an ambulance, she realized. Elle scooted a little closer, brushing some hair out of Louise's eyes. Louise gave her another big grin. She couldn't help it. Elle laughed, shaking her head. <laughs> they gave you something for the pain, she explained. Seems like it's working. She wiped her nose with her sleeve. Louise did feel a bit lightheaded. She tried to straighten her face. What happened? She croaked. A shadow came over Elle's face. You saved me. New tears glistened in her eyes. He shot you. Louise peered down at her chest. You're okay. The paramedic reassured her, squinting at the bag of liquids hanging next to Louise's head. It was just a stun. Louise furrowed her brow at Elle. Uh, stun? Yeah, the gun was set to stun. Elle replied softly, leaning over her. Not to kill. She ran her thumb over Louise's cheek. That's a thing. Louise blurted out. Both Elle and the medic chuckled. Louise gaped at them both, still confused. She remembered the bullets flying around her head when she was in the lifeboat all too well. Had that been a different model of gun? Or had Hobbs switched it to the kill setting? She swallowed with difficulty. Her throat was parched. She tried to get her focus back on the things that truly mattered. She was alive. How long had she been out, though? How much time had she lost? She pushed herself up on her elbows, wincing when something stuck in her wrist sent a sting up her arm. Hey, the medic yelled, careful with that IV. He pushed her back down onto the bed. Stay put. Careful, baby, Elle said softly. The tenderness in her voice calmed Louise enough to not sweat at the medic's hand. Her gaze locked with Elle's. We don't have time for this, Louise whispered. Elle tilted her head. What do you mean? Louise used her eyes to point at the medic. 
He was putting new tape around the IV. Al tucked a lock of hair behind Louise's ear. You need to go to the hospital. Getting stunned is still serious. You might have... I'm fine, Louise interrupted her. I don't need a hospital. I need to. She stopped talking and nodded impatiently in the direction of the medic. She couldn't speak freely as long as he was around. They had to get rid of this guy. Elle followed her gaze. She leaned over and whispered, They got Rick. No one else got hurt. Don't worry. No, Louise insisted, too loudly. Elle sat back, startled. Sorry, Louise sighed. I mean... She bit down on her lip and tried to think of a way to say the global coalition might attack any moment without tipping off the medic. I need to let Michelle know I'm okay, she finally said slowly. Elle's eyes widened. Oh, she replied, her nostrils flaring. Louise shook her head in frustration. No, not like that. She pushed herself up on one elbow this time. I don't want Michelle to come over here, she drawled, putting emphasis on every single word. Careful, the medic grumbled. Louise glared at him. Just take that thing out of me already. She snapped. I'm fine. He arched a skeptical eyebrow, totally unfazed by her temper. You think you can stop Michelle from, um, visiting? Elle asked hesitantly. Louise focused back on her, relieved she had finally caught on. Yes, I think I might know a way, she said. Elle looked down at her hands. The dark circles under her eyes accentuated her wariness. Her lips formed a thin line as she thought. Is she fit enough to get up? She relented after a moment, addressing the medic. He shifted in his seat, adjusting his seatbelt. We're almost at the hospital, ma'am. I cannot guarantee you she is until we run some tests there. Al frowned, glancing at Louise again. Louise widened her eyes and mouthed, No time. Another awkward silence passed. Louise could hear the tires on the road and the hum of other vehicles around them. We're not going to the hospital, Al finally ordered. Tell the head of security... She pointed at his ear. The medic sighed, clearly annoyed, but tapped the black device in his ear. Hummingbird wants to change course. No hospital. He listened to the person on the other end. Elle squeezed Louise's hand. Where do you need us to go? The paramedic asked. Elle met Louise's eyes. Where to first? Louise blew out a breath as she thought. I need my gear, she said, thinking out loud. Elle nodded. 
She entwined her fingers with Louise's and addressed the medic. Tell them to find a place to switch vehicles, and I need to go dark for the rest of the day. His eyes went back and forth between Al and Louise. Um, he uttered. Do you want me to tell them? Al asked dryly. Give me that thing. No, no, ma'am, he stuttered and blushed. I'll do it. Louise bit down on her lower lip to stop herself from smiling. She really liked Eleanor Lucas. She liked her a lot. <laughs> this is insane. Al giggled as she directed the car away from the parking lot. Yeah, Louise replied, staring at the ambulance and security vehicles in the side view mirror. The presidential guards stood huddled together, no doubt discussing what to do next. Al had just ordered them to let her fly unprotected. There was nothing a security force hated more than a stubborn, rebellious protectee. Where to? Al asked, speeding up the car. Louise blinked a few times. She was still a bit groggy from the meds. Al touched her leg. Hey, are you sure you're okay? Louise nodded slowly. Yeah, I guess I'm still processing everything that just happened. They were silent for a few moments. Louise rubbed the back of her neck, peering down at Elle's fingers resting on her thigh. I have some bad news. Elle interrupted her thoughts. Louise's head snapped to the side. What is it? Elle wrinkled her nose. Rick had your gear destroyed. The knot in Louise's stomach grew tighter. The corner of Elle's lips quirked up into a playful smile. Except for... Louise grabbed Elle's hand. What? That thing you left in my bookcase? My terminal? Elle winked at her. I found it before anyone else did. Louise let out a long, relieved sigh. We have to go get it. Can we go to the residence? Nope, Elle replied. Shaking her head. Shit, Louise stammered. I don't know what to do without. No need, Elle continued, grinning now. What do you mean? Louise asked, her head spinning. Elle nodded towards the back of the car. Check my purse. Louise looked over her shoulder. Elle had thrown a bag onto the back seat. Louise had seen her grab it from the ambulance floor, but hadn't given it a second thought. Really? She mumbled in amazement. Yep, Elle smiled. Louise turned in her seat and reached for the purse. She fumbled with the zipper and, sure enough, found the terminal. She pulled it out. I don't know why I felt like I had to bring it with me. Elle shrugged. Just a feeling, I guess. Your spidey sense, Louise replied with a grin. 
My what? I need to choose a direction soon, by the way. Can we go to that place by the ocean? Louise asked, running her finger over the side of the terminal. Where you have the satellite signal? Yeah, I might be able to get a connection. It's our only shot at stopping those drones. Al tightened her grip on the wheel. If your people hit our infrastructure now, it's going to be total chaos. The backups aren't running properly yet. They're not my people, Louise snapped. Elle was quiet for a long moment. She pulled back her hand from Louise's leg and took a turn to the left. Louise assumed they were now on their way to the coast. She stared out of the window, unsure of how to reconnect with Elle after nearly biting her head off. Did Hobbs make it? Elle asked carefully after another tense minute. No, Louise sighed. When I heard about the, the ferry, Elle stuttered. I thought you were dead. Her voice cracked. Louise shifted in the leather seat. I almost was. Twice, even, Elle added. Her words came out as something in between a chuckle and a sob. When you jumped in front of me and got hit. Elle didn't finish her sentence. She sniffed and clenched her jaw. Louise gently rubbed the place where she had been shot or stunned, whatever. The pain in her chest was coming back. Are you okay? Elle asked. Sounding worried. Yeah, I'm fine. Louise lied. I don't think I can take another shot today, though. She was trying to make it sound as if she was kidding, but the truth was she suddenly felt bone-tired. Elle huffed. Don't worry about Rick. He's going away for a long time. I'm sorry, Louise said hesitantly. I know you thought he was your friend. Yeah, Elle said quietly, biting her lower lip. What about his accomplices? Louise wondered out loud. We'll find them, Elle replied, pushing a curl back behind her ear. Louise folded her hands in her lap. She had one more question, but she dreaded asking it. She was done holding things back, though. Why did you send me away? Why did you let him take me? She asked in a voice barely above a whisper. Elle slowed down the car before she cleared her throat. <clears throat> I thought you would be safer back home. I thought it would be best to get you out of here. She sniffed. <laughs> Clearly, I was wrong. Louise peered at the road ahead. The midday light was too bright. She pulled down the sun visor. I thought you were convinced I had tricked you into sleeping with me. She was barely able to say the words out loud. I thought you believed Woodward. 
For a while, I did. Elle said, tears running down her cheeks. She held up her hand to indicate she wasn't done yet. I just didn't know what to believe. I'm so sorry. Louise's arms and legs were trembling. What changed? She managed to say. Elle wiped her cheeks with her sleeve. You told me how you feel. Louise nodded slowly. She thought of the last sentence she had scribbled on the bandana. In the end, it had been the easiest one to come up with. The bandana was a nice touch, Elle said, obviously trying to lighten the mood. Never got a love letter like that before. I promised Stucky a huge cookie, Louise replied earnestly. Elle laughed. <laughs> you better give it to him tonight then. Louise's smile stretched from ear to ear. She liked Elle's suggestion of seeing Stucky again tonight. She knew there were no guarantees. But who knew? Maybe she did get to go home with Elle? What are you going to do once we get to the shore? Elle asked, gently placing her hand on Louise's thigh again. Louise took in a deep breath and covered Elle's fingers with her own. I think it's about time I have a chat with my ex-girlfriend. This was part 37 of Connection Concealed. If you thought part 36 was the end, I'm so sorry. I got a few messages from sort of devastated listeners. So yeah, I thought everyone knew the story was going to be 40 episodes. So we've got a couple of more, couple more to go. A big thank you to the listeners who have supported the production of this episode. With your help, I can keep writing, recording, and producing this story. And the next. If you too would like to become a supporter and help me create this podcast and share it with the world, go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Again, sorry about the, you know scary almost ending there and i will see you next week for part 38 of connection concealed i like part 38 by the way i just recorded it bye Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. 
patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.